0: Okay, let's get into Parshas Pinchas, Tof Shin, Ayin, Zion, 5777. 7, 7. As we continue in Sefer Bamidbar and Parshas Pinchas, as we will see in two of the thoughts that we will have this evening, Pinchas is really a transition. It's a transition, Parsha in the entire Torah. As we know, it's a transition week in the Jewish calendar as we start the first Shabbos of the three weeks, the Shloshet, the Paranusa, before we get to the Shiva and on this, uh, time period of the, uh, of the Jewish calendar. But, uh, there's a lot of mitzvahs in Parsh's Pinchas. We have all the karbanos, of course. We have a lot of different, uh, ideas. Let's start with a little bit towards the end, and then we will get back to the story at the beginning <laughs> of Pinchas. But just one little thought to start, to start us off tonight, and that is we have the mitzvah of Tekiah Shofer. In this week's parsha, right? If we look, we think shofar should be in parsha's emor, but the really shofar is in this week's parsha, in the parsha of the karbanos. And there is a question which we're not going to get into now of why shofar is put here among other mitzvahs. You know, the other mitzvot should be uh, the, the shofar should be put with the other mitzvot. Sukkah and lulav are in parsha's emor. Now why isn't Shofer there? Right? Okay, not for now. But the Torah tells us, Yom Trua Yelachem, Perachavtes Pasach Aleph, in the Karbanos of Rosh Hashanah. So, if you look in the first source, the Karaslo Shavasona quotes from a Yislav blueser, Yislav the star pupil of Rav Yisrael Salanter, who quotes, right, we blow Shofar, and we all know that one of the, uh, reasons that we blow Shofar before Elol and before Rosh Hashanah and that we stop, it's all, La Arbe Satan. We want to confuse the satan. We want him to uh, mm-hmm. not know what's going on. And one of the uh, pshatim given, Rav Sadigon has 10 different ideas that we think about during the uh, sounding of the shofar. But one of the ideas is that when the satan hears the shofar, he's mitzbal bail. He thinks Mashiach's coming. He thinks, what's happening? What's going on? And he thinks Mashiach's coming. And that is something that scares him. And that's another reason why we blow shofar. Says a blueser, He falls for it every year. I mean, come on. Question that's asked on many of the Pshatim. But he asks, Why is he still so in, such in shock? Right? It was last year, it didn't work. And yet he's scared again. Says of Yisraq, you know why? Because the Satan understands something that maybe we have to understand a little better. The Satan says, Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't Mashiach all these years. But you know what? Maybe this year they did Tshuva. Maybe this year they deserve it. Maybe this year they did better. Who knows? And he's so nervous because he sees the potential in Klaal Yisrael. He sees what they could do, says of Yisrael Bluser, If he believes so much in us, how much more so we have to make sure that we believe in ourselves. Because and that's why it says we have to realize we shouldn't think, oh, it's another Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, I wanted to do better last year too, but look what happened. Two years ago, look what happened. Every year we go through the same thing. And we think, yeah, it's all fake. We think to ourselves we're just doing lip service. We don't really mean it. Or even if we do mean it, we're not going to be successful. But it doesn't matter. The Sata knows that if we meet it, it could be that we're going to be successful. It could be this way we were successful. We have to believe in ourselves. Like the famous line of Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok says, "muna doesn't only mean Emunah in Hashem. Emunah means Emuna in yourself. And we have to realize we can't lose hope in ourselves just like the Satan. If the Satan doesn't give up on us, we can't give up on ourselves either. Okay, That gets us started. Now we go back to the <laughs> beginning of the of the Parsha. There's no coincidence that Pinchas and the story of Pinchas is the first of the three Shabbasos before uh Tisha B'Av. So why is it? Why is Pinchas always the first of the three weeks? So many Sfarim quote that on some deeper level, Pinchas Eliyahu, there's some affinity, there's some connection. Maybe there's a Gilgal Neshama between Pinchas and Eliyahu Anavi. and this time of year, we're obviously dreaming and thinking about Eliyahu Anavi and wishing Eliyahu Navi would come already, so we wouldn't have to have these three weeks of, of, uh, of sadness. Says Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, though, maybe it's not just that there's a Gilgal, some magical idea between Pinchas and Eliyahu, but, or, but rather, or and he just points out parenthetically, Right, The line is Pinchas Eliyahu. If it really wasn't a connection between the neshamas, shouldn't it be Eliyahu zu Pinchas? The earlier one should be second in the phrase. You should say Eliyahu is really Pinchas. Pinchas really Eliyahu. Eliyahu didn't happen yet. Really Eliyahu is Pinchas. But the Chazal don't say that. And I'll say, Eliyahu suggests Rabbi Yaakov just in the footnote in his Sefer on Malachim. This is not on Emesli Yaakov on Chumash, but in his Sefer on Malachim, we'll do the footnote first before we do his main thought. He points out, as he writes elsewhere, it could be Pinchas is Elio. Pinchas, the translation of Pinchas, is Eliyahu. Pinchas is an Egyptian name, he suggests. Rav uh, Yaakov suggests that feys and rashes and uh, new and certain letters were very common in Egyptian names. Potipherah, even Ephraim, which is named, uh, was named in uh, Mitzrayim. Right? There are certain names, paro, right? Pays and rashes play, play an important role in their names. So he suggests Pinchas, the name Pinchas is, tra- is really the name Elio if you translate it into Hebrew. Okay, that's just one parenthetically that, uh, that um, what he suggests, why it's Pinchas to Elio, not Elioh Pinchas. But then he gets back to his main thought and says, maybe there's a connection between the two of them, not Gilgal, uh, uh, or maybe, but he's just, he's just saying maybe in terms of what they did. What did Pinchas do and what did ElO do? He says on the right side now, in source 2, They both have a certain attribute, a certain tchuna. What is that truna? What is that attribute? What they did appeared to be something, something aggressive. On the surface, what they did appear to be something, even with negative connotations, with something that... People might have looked at it and said, what are you doing? But deep down, it was bringing shalom. Deep down, it was bringing the opposite of what it looked like maybe on the surface. Pinchas, he goes and he kills somebody in front of everybody. What, what an aggressive act! What did the Ganesh Baruch Hu give him? Brisi shalom. Because that's really the mita Kenegan mita. There are other pshatim of why I got the brisi shalom that it's siv and others, but this time we're going with Rabbi Yaakov's pshat. Rabbi Yaakov says, what did he do? Kano k'nisi. He fought for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but deep down he was removing Achil Hashem to bring the Shalom back between Am Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What did Elio Navi do? What was his shining moment? On Har Carmel, the Nevi'e Haba'l. He goes, he proves HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the fire comes down, Hashemu Hu he goes, he gets rid of all the Nevi'e Haba'l. Right, that the 400 uh, false prophets it looks like he's, he's involved in, in extreme behavior. The answer is he's bringing Am Yisrael back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Elio is about and that's what Pinchas is about. On the left side, He killed Zimri and he killed all the, all the false prophets. The Yalkid Shemoni. What does the Alkad say? Amr Akadish Baruch Hu. Atan Shalom ben Yisraelu azeh. Af atahu shalom ben, You, Eliyahu, you, Pinchas, maybe it's the same Neshama, whatever it is, it's the same parallel idea. There's also going to be a future. Whatever Gogu Mogogog is, some type of event before Mashiach, but what's going to happen after that? Just like in history, Pinchas and Eliyahu did something to ultimately, the result was to bring peace. To Klal Yisrael and amongst Klal Yisrael and Klal Yisrael, Darkan So too, that is what uh, they will do in the future. That is what we yearn for at this time of year. Zu Eliyahu, and we wish that the peace that Elio and Pincha strived for will come to us, come to us very soon. Okay, moving right along. pasik hey. So we have the counting. We have the next minion. We know this sefer is called. By Midbar, we call it by Midbar, but really, officially, the name in the Midrashim is Chumash HaPakudim. It's the countings, and we have a counting here in our parsha. Passuk It Was the after the plague. Hashem told Moshe and Elazar. Right, no more Aaron. Aaron died. Okay, let's count. Everybody twenty years old just like Hashem commanded Moshe B'nei Yisrael, a Mitzrayim. That's an interesting line. I wasn't going to quote this question, but this the approach that we're going to have answers this question too. Why does Pasuk Dalit have to say, count them just like you counted when they left Mitzrayim? Now we know that from the beginning of the Sefer. As if we're, we're paralleling, as if we're completing something, Count them now, just like Hashem commanded Moshe earlier. Okay, let's just keep that in mind. Next pasach. Ruveid b'chari Yisrael. ruvein chanoch hachanochi. And we go through all of the names of all of the shvatim. What we note, what Chazal noted, is that every name is not only said, but also is repeated with a he at the beginning of it and a yud at the end of it. Ha-chetsroni. Ha-karmi. doesn't just say right? There's a hey and there's a yud. So Rashi picks up on that, as we know. Rashi says, The other nations made fun of us. They scoffed us. You're counting these holy Jews, holy in quotes? You think the Egyptians didn't didn't wear with all their mothers and their grandmothers? If they subjugated their physical bodies, they obviously raped them. They obviously um, were physically with the women. Who wants to give testimony? Hashem puts a he and a yud to teach us alayam Hashem does that to be made that they 're true they 're pure they 're tahar, and yes, even if they were physically subjugated by the Mitzrayim, they were not violated the women were not violated in order to mess up the in order to mess up the uh, the lineage that is the uh, the Rashi question this is an amazing beautiful rashi that when Hashem counts us, the Torah says that we were all. We were all pure. Why do we have this though now? What about the earlier minion in the Sefer? That was also after Utsiyah's Mitzrayim. Beginning of the Sefer. Right? We have the beginning of midbar. We have the first minion, and there we don't have the hay in the yud. And that was also after Utsiyah's Mitzrayim. So if the umos were mevaz us about what happened in Mitzrayim, shouldn't it have been earlier alluded to? Ask the Sheminatov and Chelek Dalit. Source number four, where it's underlined, if even in Mitzrayim, they, they made fun of us that they were with our wives, why wait? Why was it delayed? Until this Binyin vehu tamua? This is tamua. Says the Shemana Tov, let's read a Medrash. He only quotes part of it, so let's turn for a moment to the bottom of the of the next page. I'm sorry, it's a little cut off, but the bottom of the uh, of the next page, the medrash is uh, is written from from Braishas Rabbah. Raba. Okay, I'm Simon Simo. Hey, pa'amim k'siv kan ora. There are five times that ora is mentioned in the that ora is mentioned in in the parsha's bracious Five times. Why, fi- why is the word or mentioned five times in Parsha's Brashas in the section about light? Because there's five Chumashim. And each phrase in that section is parallel to a different Chumash. What do you mean? Says the Medrash. This Medrash should be made more famous right now. V'yomor kim or, sefer That or is Brashas. um Hashem yehi or, that was my Sabrashas. Hashem created the world. V'yihih or. Fayar, Kinneget Sefer Velashmos. Shaboyotsu yisrael Beathela Laora. Fa Yah, it was light. When was it light? When we left Mitzrayim. Vayar aloke Mesar Kitov, Kinneget Sefer Vayikra. Hashem saw the or that it was good, that's Vayikra, most mitzvos in Sefer Vayikra. Jam packed. Shumali Allah's ravos. So many Alakhas, so many Alokhas looked down from Sefer Vayikra. Right? You only have three in Bracius. Yes. You have a lot more in the others, but V'ikra is jam-packed. That's why Hashem, V'yar, V'yarlam's Arkitov. Next, what's the important one for us? V'yavdel'l'okim es'har, Adyavdel'l'okim ben'or, ben'achoshech. Kineget sefer b'amidbar. Hashem separated between the light and the darkness. That's b'amidbar. <pathways in reminder> continues the medrish. I'm sorry if it's cut off a little bit. Shehum avdil, ben'yot se mitzrayim leboy <laughs> ha'aretz. Mavdil bein oro Vein choshek is the havdala bein Yotzi mitsrayim l'baye haaretz. And then the final one is beikar l'kim la'ar yom kineged sefer mishpatarshu mali halachas rabbos. That's also mali halachas. Beikar tzvarim have the most mitzvos Added those are the two of the five that have the most. Says the uh, and then the, the, the madrich asks, how could you have both? Fine. Says the shem What's the message of this? What's the message of this madrich? What's the message of the madrich? Says the Shem Bahanira HaTov. Now going back. Im l'amadnu. ha-minyonim The two minyanim in chumish b'amidbar are different in their inherent purpose and tochen. There's a symbolism to the first counting at the beginning of b'amidbar and the second counting. What do you see from the medrash? Or and choshech. What's Or? What's Choshech? Suggest the on Atop. Timit Bespar, Rishon, Ukeneg Or, Hainu, Torah Shebichsav. Zeo Yotzeh Mitzrayim. The generation that came in Mitzrayim, the generation of Talmidim and Moshe Rabbeinu, the generation of lights, of the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Maimon Ar-Sinai, that has a Bechina of Torah Shebichsav. That's clarity, that is Or. And what about the second? What does it say? Bein ha'ar The major says the choshech is the door nichnasim la'aretz. Right? What what is that? Why they darken? Does it doesn't mean darkness. What does it mean? It means Torah It means the secondary, the darkness, but the light coming out of the of the darkness. Right? What does the Gemara say in Sanhedrin Chavzayin, top of the next page? But machashakam machashechem Talmud Bavli It's called Laila. Says the Medrash, Sefer Bamidbar, is the transition, as we know, between the Dar Yodzei Mitzrayim. It's the, it's, the, it's the Sefer that everybody died in, the whole Midbar, right? The whole people who went out of Mitzrayim, the 40 years. But to, to uh, clarify and even to, to focus on the on the point of the transition between the Dar Yodzei Mitzrayim and the Dar Niklasim Laaretz, says the Medrish according to the Shem Anatov, it's the R and it's the Choshech. It's the Bechino of Tarashib Echsav and the Bechino of Tarashib Alpe. And that is why in this parsha, says the Sheminatov, this is the transition parsha. Moshe Rabbeinu, what do we have a couple of psukim later? but Benot Slavchad. Moshe doesn't even teach them. Where is it? Moshe doesn't know the halacha. We'll have to get back to this. And he goes to Baruch Hu. It's the Bechino of Tarashib Alpe. The beginning of the parsha. Pinchas. Who does it? Moshe doesn't do it. Pinchas, Kanon Poginbo. And the Gemara even says if the question would have been asked, there would have been a different answer. Line eight, Al Khazinod, Kanoi, he was the one that took part in the in the Halacha. Line ten, Parshas Nachwas, Tano Sehem. Right, all of this is showing in this parsha how there is a transition going on from Moshe just giving all the Torah, and Moshe being the Torah off, and Moshe being the R, to the, <laughs> to the time period, the rest of history basically, which compared to that generation was called Chosheb because that is Torah, Torah Al Alpeh. Line 21. He says, and this is even alluded to, and then we'll have to get back to the, actually the first answer the question, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll add on, you know, no, let's add on one more point. Then we'll come back to the previous, uh, lines. Go to line 21. We understand that this week's Parsha, Moshe appoints Yoshua. Moshe gives smicha to Yoshua. He's the next leader, right? Hashem, he gives smicha, and what does the Gemara say about Basra? Moshe Abbeinu's face is like the sun. And Yeshua Benun's face is like the moon. What does that mean? The chilek bin chamav olavana kuda chamahu mashpio makrin or bimchinas zochar mashegin olavana mekabelas or. The sun is the source, is the Torah shebichsav, is the clarity, is the source of everything. Torah shebaal reflects off of the Torah shebichsav. The next Yeshua reflected off of Moshe Abenu as the moon reflects off of the sun. The zelgam chilek bin Moshe Yeshua. This is the transition parsha, then. In the Sefer of transition, the whole Sefer by Midbar is the transition between Torah Sheber Sav, so that the generation of Torah Sheber and the generation after. Obviously, we know Nevi Suvim is also, because they're Torah Sheber but in a different, in a different sense. Uh, compared to the Torah, and this specific parsha of Pinchas is the transitionary parsha. Suggest the Shem and Maybe that's why the counting, the Yud and the Hey that Hashem had to be made was put on the generation. This in Pinchas, that was the darker generation, so to speak, the one that needed the testimony. There wasn't as much clarity. It wasn't as obvious when B'nai saw came out of Mitzrayim, and all the nations were scared then we didn't need as much aid by a kaddish baruchu in order to testify that our, our, our mothers and our grandmothers weren't violated by the Mitzrayim. But here, at this time of history, in the 40th year, that is when we need that, is when we need that, uh, that testimony. And he just ends off by helping to explain a Rashi that Rashi only quotes part of. Rashi only quotes part of. Later in the Parsha, we have the section of the Musafin. We know the Karbanas Musaf, Paracha Ches Alif. Rashi quotes a uh, discussion right after Pinchas is uh, is appointed. What is the connection between the Karbanas Musaf and Pinchas? Says Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Tzaves Bnei Pasak Base. Ches Pasuk Beis. Ma'omel l'mala Yefkor Hashem. just appointed Yeshua. Amelak Hakadosh Baruch Acha Tame Tzavani Abanai Tzaveis Abanai Alei. Moshih, you're so worried about what what your children, who's going to be a leader, but what about what they have to do for me? And says the Rashi, a To a, to a princess who is about to die, and she's telling her husband what to do. So most Rashis don't quote the rest of it. So most of us who are Mara Seja, we don't look up the original source of the Medrash. so we trust Rashi whatever Medrash is being referred to here. But if you look in the Medrash, explains the Sheminatov, this fits in exactly to what we're talking about. That Pinchas is a transition parsha. Pinchas is from Moshe to Yoshua. It's from Torah the bechina of the generation of Torah Shebichsav to the generation after Torah Shebichsav, which we'll just call Torah pep And it's from the sun to the moon. What's the medrash? The medrash is as follows. If you look, Rashi just quoted it in short, line thirty-one there's a princess that is on her deathbed. She's telling her husband, She's telling her husband, take care of this one this way, take care of this one that way. Each one of them has a different personality. So the the wife is telling the husband, I'm not going to be here much longer. So, you know, do this for ABCD&E. Do this for all of them. Says the husband, crying to the wife, I will, I will, I will, but you know what? But what about taking care of me? Are they gonna take, are you telling them to take care of me also? And he starts crying. You're so worried about your children, what I'm gonna do for your children, appoint a leader to lead them. But what about what they're gonna give me, the carbonos, the avoda that they're going to do? And that's why you have the parsha of the Karbanos. What does that mean? Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Yoshua everything up. Right when you appoint Yoshua? We have Karbanos. Why? Because it's not just about what I'm giving you, Torah Shibsav. It's about what you're giving me. It's Torshibal Pe. It's the Karbanos. And that's why, says the Sheminato, we'll have a number of points about this, um, in, in today's year. That's why this is, again, the first parsha of the Moshe Mitzarim. Because this is where we try to get back to the Avod and the Karbanos. And Hashem says, you want it? You gotta, you gotta yearn for it. You gotta learn the Karbanos. You gotta learn the, the, Halachos. Uh, so this is the Sheminato, again, putting a lot of the parsha together. Uh, in terms of the transition, in terms of Hakadosh uh, Baruch being made dafka here and not earlier in the in the tower. Okay, moving right along. Let's get back to what we just alluded to before, and that is Benos Slavchad. The Benos Slavchad come to Moshe Rabbeinu, and they say it's not fair. It's not fair. We want we want a portion. We want a chelak avinu meis b'amidbar midbar, lo haya basolcha eda. He wasn't amongst the ones that that went against you. Keep and l'abei yigar Hashem avinu What happened? It's unbelievable. What would we expect the next Pasik to say? Moshe told them the answer, but no. By Moshe asked mishpatan l'fnei Hashem. Moshe brings close their mishpatu Hashem. He asks Hakadosh Baruch very unusual. This only happens a number of times in the entire Torah. Only a few times. When does it happen? Let's just skip for a moment. If you look at source number eight for a second, the Margolia Hayam in Sanhedrin quotes the Vilna He says Yaduah b'Shei So I guess it's Yadua. We're going to quote it in the name of the Grah. that Mansapach, the five letters that are quoted in Megillah and elsewhere, the five letters that have a Sofit, Mem Nun, uh, Mem Nun. Uh, Tsadi, fei, and chaf—the letters that change at the end of a word. Those are the Rashi tevos for the five times that Moshe Rabbeinu had to ask Hashem what the halacha was. Mansapach. How do you get that from Moshe Rabbeinu? From uh, from that word, mem is the mikoshesh, which we read a few weeks ago. Lo parash no, yasalo, no shem nun is the the kuf is the no Kav shem Mashem, So, when the curse God, the megadev. Ubiyani chub and the first of Tzadi is <laughs> Tzlafgad, Pei is Pesachsheni, back in by Midbar, the to that, and finally, Kaf is Kuzvi, right, what happened in the, uh, with the story of Pinchas. By all of those, Moshe Rabbeinu was not involved. By those five halachas. Amazing Gra, Mansabach, those the five halachas. But this is one of them, this is one of them. And the question is, why? Right, Moshe Rabbeinu, who was, by the way, Rabbeinu Bachai says at the end of Source number Seven, the Nun, the big Nun, there's a big Nun, our have a big Nun in the word Mishpatan. That big Nun symbolizes the fifty levels of understanding, and Moshe Rabbeinu, was, uh, uh, he had all the 50, 49 levels up to that fiftieth. So there's an illusion that he couldn't get it, but this is not such a hard halacha. It's not like he had to think so hard, right? So, so why? So, a couple of shatim two in Rashi, but one very creative one from Rabbeinu Baha'i. Says Rashi. First, let's see Rashi. What was it? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu not know this halacha? Nis'alma halacha mimenu. The halacha was taken away from him. It was an onesh. Vikan again, on Moshe Rabbeinu's level. Vikan, nifra al shenot ala tara lomar. Because he used the lashen. V'hadav reshe mikem takrivun elai. Whatever is too hard, bring to me. You don't talk like that. Even if you're Moshe Rabbeinu, right, says Hakanish Hu, We can't even fathom what exactly he did wrong, but on his level, he shouldn't have said it that way. So it was somewhat of an Onesh, right? You, everything's gonna go to you. No, you, you don't know everything. Number one. Number two, Davar Acher, Rashi quotes from the Gemara in Baba Basra, Parsha Zulihi Kasev ayudeh Moshe. This Parsha was deserving to be written by Moshe Rabbeinu. Meaning it was, meaning Moshe didn't do anything wrong. But Beno Slavchad was, were, were, were very righteous. As the Gemara says, You're right, Moshe could have written it, but Hashem wanted to be mezakeh. Hashem wanted to give merit to the Beno Slavchad, so whenever anybody learns the laws of Yerusha, it's because Beno Slavchad. Because they asked Moshe and Moshe gave the answer, right? So that is why it was written. So number one, Onesh, number two, because Hashem just wanted to be Mizake the benos Slavchad. Says Rabinabakai, he quotes another idea. Source number seven. bit Since the Banoslav said in their claims, Shalohaya Avihan me Moshe. What do they say? Moshe, our father wasn't in the group that hated you. He wasn't in the group that fought against you. So Moshe said, Okay, he wasn't? And what was Moshe about to say? Okay, they could have it. How would that look? How would that look to the, to the observer? Where the broslavka come and tell Moshe, hey, our father didn't, our father loved you. He didn't like, he wasn't against you. And Moshe would answer, okay, you could have a nachalah. That would look bad. Moshe was venimsachain tov ben elokim vadam. Moshe didn't want anything that smacked of any type of shokhad. Hayabazaki ribadasla Moshe. If they weren't in Adas Korach, that would be good. Vilo Ayyadan as Dinan, had they judged had Moshe judged the case then? Hayakilu. Not really. But Ki'ilu notel shokadvarim. Hey, your father really liked me? Oh, you could have a piece of land. How does that look? The atzmo Chasakat's adin Vala Ratza osan. Even though, and we might add, even though it makes Moshe look bad in this way, because it looks like Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't know everything. I'll take one for the team, says Moshe Rabbeinu. I'd rather look bad myself that I don't know something than to look bad and have people think that I'm awarding them something just because they were on my side. Unbelievable tzidkus of Moshe Rabbeinu. Right. Exactly opposite of what Rashi would say. That it was an onesh that, you know, for what he said, this is saying no, Moshe Davka didn't answer, even though he might have known the answer. But he didn't want to because he didn't want it to look like he was giving them something for what they said. Rabbi Bachai himself does not like that shot. If he knew it and it was just he didn't want it to look bad, he should have given it to one of the other shofteim. He didn't have to go ask God. Right? If he knew the answer. I love him. meos. Right, so that's why he goes back to Rashi's first shot of Nisalmo Mimeni Adin, Veloya Duklao. He didn't know it, right, this is not such a hard din. You know, why didn't he know it? It must be Akhadish Baruch who took away the, took away the, uh, wisdom from him in order to, in order to, uh, to answer. Okay, at the end he quotes another shot that maybe Moshe Rabbeinu was just teaching us to always do research before you answer a question. That's another Pshat, a fourth Pshat, one might say. We're towards the bottom. Right, Vimataomer, Lo Yadu, Afsha Mishakasabov, Khabezi Namonhu, Bayabaki, but call Sisriatori, he knew everything. He did not call us. How did he not know this? Maybe he wanted to ask more he wanted to ask Akharishbach. Okay. One just final point related to this before we get to the next section, and that is an important comment of the Ritva on that Gemara of Bin Slavchad. Right, what's the language of the Gemara you have at the beginning of source number nine? Reuya is the Parsha's Nakhlos yeti Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe should have written Parsha's Nachlos. But he didn't, as Rashi quotes, because the B'no Slavchad were zochet, And bnos Slavchad were the ones that generated this section of being written in the Torah Shevich Tzav. The Ritva says, what's the Kiddush of that line of the Gemara? The, it says, Reuya. Reuya, it was appropriate for Nakhlos to be written by Moshe Rabbeinu, says the Ritva. The Kamash atanah. Shalotomar, Tomar, and this is a Rashi, so it's not just the Gemara that the Ritva is explaining, it's the Gemara that Rashi quotes, right? That it's, ruh yeah, Moshe should have written it, it's a second shot of Rashi, but, you know, Hashem did it this way. Shalotomar, someone might read the Torah and chas v'shalom, see the Beno Slav Kedez Moshe question, and Moshe's like, oh, I'm not sure. And he gives them the answer, maybe a reader can chas v'shalom say, you know what? Maybe there are other things Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell us or didn't know about until Bnos Pafchad happened to ask him about this set of area of halacha. Maybe there are other things that somebody didn't ask him about. Maybe there's a part of Torah that is missing. Maybe there's a part of Torah that we're not aware of, and it's just that Moshe didn't tell us everything. That's the message. No, no, no. li Moshe. We know everything. Moshe Rabbeinu should have written this too. Don't say, partially Israel. Don't think that Moshe Rabbeinu left a lot of things out and didn't tell us. There was nobody to ask about it. Like these people asked. Or this situation presented itself that you have to get the answer. That's what the Gemara is telling you. No. It was to be given by Moshe. What is that telling me? It would have been given by Moshe had Benoslav not asked. Don't think the Gemara is telling us that there are other parts of the Torah that might not be here, that we might not know about. No. Hashem gives us Torah Hashem. To Mima. It's complete, there's nothing left out, and that's what the, the Gemara is saying, that this would have been given by Moshe Rabbeinu had it not been given by Manoz Slavchad. It wasn't just a coincidence that the Manoz Slavchad asked, and Moshe Rabbeinu gave the, gave the answer. Okay. Moving right along. Says the, says the, uh, says the, says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Uh, says the Gemara. I'm sorry. Says the Pazik. Yoshua bin Nun is appointed. Take Yahshua, the man that has the spirit in him, v'samachtaz Put your hand on him, give him smicha, as we'll talk about in soon. stand him up, Appoint him, command him in front of their eyes. Give from your glory to him, and he will be the leader. Al-piv he will take <speaking> the in, <Hebrew> he will take them, in, he'll take them out. Yisrael, <speaking in Hebrew> yitav And Moshe does it. <speaking in Hebrew> says the Yalkut, quoted here in the Ksav Sofer, beginning of source number 10. Says the Yalkut, <speaking in Hebrew> and what does it mean, what did Moshe do? It says, <speaking in Hebrew> make him stand. Says the Yalkut, Sheheemido min He lifted him up from the ground. Maybe students were on the ground, so he lifted him up. He put him between his legs. He put him right in front of him. Moshe Yoshua. Moshe lifted him up, put him right in front of him, and then Moshe and all Yisrael started listening to him. Yoshua Omer. And what did Yoshua say? Baruch Hashem. What did he say? Baruch Hashem that gave the Torah to Israel through Moshe Rabbeinu. That's the sentence that he said. Ask the what's the message of this sentence? He's chosen and right when he's chosen he Baruch ma- Hashem So he mentions Torah he mentions Moshe he mentions Yisrael. He mentions all of them. What's the message of mentioning those all right away? Says the Ksav so far, I'll ask you another question. I'll ask you another question. To contrast, contrast the two leaders of Moshe and Yoshua. Let's go back to Parsha Shmos for a moment. Moshe Rabbeinu was said, asked by Akadosh Baruch Moshe, it's time to redeem the Jews. Moshe says, sorry, I'm not going. Choose somebody else. There's somebody that that is roey more than me. No, Moshe, I want you. No, no, I'm not going. I'm not, they don't deserve it. Moshe, I want you. It's time. No. Over and over until Hashem gets angry. Moshe refuses. Ask the Ksav sofer. here, we don't get any sense that there was any refusal. There's no sense here that he didn't want to do it, or that he said, No, no, it's not for me. Ask the Ksav sofer why? So why didn't he protest? Like his Rebbe? Middle of line three. ali. Hine Yoshua Allah venis Allah Befeta Pitom. Suddenly. And he was put in his place. Ube And it's even worse here. Because there, at least by Moshe, you know, you might have said that there's nobody else was starting a new lineage. Here, there was a leader. Aaron's sons to go over for Aaron. So what about Moshe's sons? What Yeshua, Ali, should have said, you know, that may be somebody else. So what exactly is going on here? Why didn't he? Says the Ksav Sofer. First of all, the Ma'amidom in Haaretz means exactly that. Moshe Rabbeinu was lifting him up from where he was. A non-biological descendant of Moshe Rabbeinu. You're going to become a descendant. You're going to become the next leader. Banim haari hutamidim haari banim. Ma'amidom in aret, and he puts him, Bein Birkov. What is Bein Birkov? That, that, uh, you, that, that, those, that phrase usually means children. Bein Birkov between his legs, between his thighs. So he made Yoshua into his son, so to speak. Vayemoshevi Yisro Magbim Rashayim, and then they listen, okay. They listen. Magbim Rashayim Lashmoah. Mayom Rashayim Lashmoah. So what's Yoshua gonna say? What's Yeshua going to say? And why did Yeshua do it right away, as we just explained? By yesh la'tamu al-Yoshua, shlo siriv klav v'kiba lav hanesiyos. Moshe Rabba lo hasa kain, says Diksav Sofer. When Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen, Yeshlar, line nine, Shem Moshe Rabbeinu al-Mashalem lo matzaz chus liozroi kamash kamash amar mi hanokhi, Moshe looks around and says, I'm not Zohar, I don't deserve it, they don't deserve it, anybody, they don't have mitzvos. I'm not ra'ui. there's no zechus in this world, not mitzad Yisrael, not mitzad me, and that's why he refused so much. If Yehoshua had refused, suggests the Ksav Sofer, people might have thought, this is what he thinks, people might have thought that he was refusing because he was thinking that, me... I'm not Ra'wi. Really. And really he was. But Yoshua, if he would have refused, he knew people would think that why did he refuse? Because he doesn't, he's thinking that, he's thinking that Hashem chose him because he has certain merits. Yoshua wanted to make sure that everybody realized that he, Yoshua, knew that he was chosen not because of his merits. He, Yoshua, was chosen because of Moshe's merits, B'nai Yisrael's merits, and the merits of the Torah. He knew it was a different time period. There were so many merits other than his own. Yoshua therefore jumped at the opportunity to be the next leader because, and he wanted to explain right away. So what, what did he say? What did he say right when he was chosen? Baruch, what's the Baruch Hashem, 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 Torah, Lamo, Yisrael, Adem, Osher, He says, there's a schutz. Yeshua recognizes that everything that he has in his life and that he's going to have is not because of himself. It's because through his Rebbe it's because of his nation, it's because of the Torah and the special quality of the Torah and he's Zokha to give it. Abu Yoshua. If he would have refused shemalosav. people would have thought that, oh yeah, it's me, but who am I? No. He says right away, all about the Shuyos of the others around him. The at Torah, Vskh the Moshe Rabo. And besides those three, that's why he didn't refuse. Because sometimes it's not exactly the same situation as, one, as was done earlier. Rav right? Salvechik talks about this a lot. Rav Schechter writes about this in the Hagdama to, I think it's Be'ikvei that we have to remember that we're not in the same situation as 200 years ago. Yeshua ben Nun made a cherem. Gemara talks about in Sanhedrin. right? Nobody's allowed to take from the spoils of Erechah because that's what his Rebbe did, Moshe Rabbeinu, when they conquered. But the but it led to tragedy with Achan and I. Well, he did the same thing. The answer is, no, there's a different situation. Now there's Arvus. There's a difference between what was and what is. So we can't just say, says the Ksavt well, why did Moshe refuse so much and Yeshua didn't refuse? So there's a different situation here. Yeshua realizes there are so many zechuyos that Klai Yisrael have and I'm going to jump and try to help them reach their potential and be that leader if Hashem thinks I should be the leader. That is Yoshua ben Nun, the difference between him and Moshe Rabbein. Okay, once we're on the topic of smicha, let's talk about a major topic, which we know is discussed by the Rambam, and the Rambam really made this famous in, the, uh, in his Sefer, but this really became to the fore in the 1500s. One of the Rambam tells us in Sanhedrin. This is a historical thought and a halachic thought. Said the Rabban Elchat and describing the concept of smicha, which the source of it is right here in our parsha. The concept of smicha, of halachic, authority given over from going back to Moshe Rabbeinu. as the passage says here that Moshe Rabbeinu gave Smicha here in the Pasuk right before Chamishi, V'cheina shevim zakeinim, the 70 elders, Moshe Rabbeinu samcham v'sheirei saleh, v'sharat salehim shechina. We'll get back to that. Moshe Rabbeinu gave them smicha. V'osan zakeinim samchula cheirim. And everybody gave smicha one to the next, to the next, to the next generation, all the way down the line until smicha stopped. The Rambam continues, you can only give smicha from somebody who asks smicha. That is the Rambam talking about smicha. Ve'in ela right, the, he says here, the dina Knossos, right, only from a samuch and, and they have to give smicha to the others. Good. Says the Rambam in a very famous comment in the bottom, in Halacha yud Niren Li Hadvari, it appears to me, the Rambam is trying to tell us, most Rishonim don't even have this suggestion, but the Rambam tells us there's a way to get the smicha back even before Mashiach comes and El Navi comes back, who is a Samuch, and he will continue the smicha. Then back to Moshe Rabbeinu, the Rambam says there's another way to renew the smicha, and that is as follows: kol she'be Eretz Yisrael limnos <laughs> dayanim velismochosan. If all the chachamim, all the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael get together. Parenthetically, this is one of the examples of a halacha that applies to Eretz Yisrael that is not a mitzvah hatuya ba'aretz. There are certain halachos parhelam davar shel tibor smicha maybe egal that only apply to Eretz Yisrael because that is called kahal of Yisrael. There are certain halachas that apply to the tibor, and tibor are the tibor of Jews in Eretz Yisrael. End parentheses. Says the Rambam. So if all the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael get together and agree who to give smicha to. They can do and give smicha. And then they can give smicha to the next generation. That's the Rambam. Im Kane says the Rambam. If that's true, that you can restart the Smicha, so Smicha. Right? If the if it was so it was so uh, they were so distraught that there was not gonna be smicha anymore, what's the big deal? They'll get it back. Says the Rambam, Lafisha Yisrael Mifuzarin. The, after she has Kimu Kulon. No, but Bede Yisrael are all scattered around. It's impossible that they'll all get together. Says the Rambam. Vim Hayasham, but if there is one, Samuch. Says the, says the Rambam. If there is one, Samuch. The end of the Rambam now, which I'm sorry, I think it's cut off on your sheets. Vim Hayasham, Samuch, Mipi, mi, Samuch. Ainot Zarath Das Kulon, El Don Nikonas, us and if there is a samoch, vipi samoch, he doesn't need the das of all. He could just don't Shari any krasus, sharonis bezdin, and then the last three words, which are crucial. vahadavar tsarech hechra. And this needs to be analyzed. That's the Rambam. This Rambam was the source for the major controversy in the 1500s. It's amazing. It's fascinating, actually, that the Kesef Mishnah hardly comments on this Rambam. He was at the root of the controversy that they wanted to renew the smicha in the 1500s. Uh, the Mabit was involved to give smicha to the base Yosef and Rabbi Yosef Kairou and to others. The Chachme Tzvat were all very supportive based on this Rambam to restart the smicha, but the Chachme chach Yushalayim at that time were not. Major Machlokes, dis- and it ended up not catching on because you didn't have all the Chachme Eretz all that agreed, right? Because it was only Chacham and Mitzvat. Based on this, and this is what the Radvaz discusses right there on the Rambam in Source Number 12. The, 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 the Radvaz tells a little story. On this, they gave him Svihah, but it didn't work. It was not successful. The Chacham and the Chacham and the Chacham did not agree. The Radvaz lived a little after that, around that time. They asked me, he was in Egypt, he was in Mitzrayim. I did not agree to allow it. The Radvaz himself was against. He wrote a whole tshuva in the Radvaz, which I didn't give you. Even the Rambam himself I don't think um, meant that you should do it lamaisa. What are the last three words? Remember we just read it. That's going on the last two lines. That a, that a sama that could do din that's not controversial, Valdavat Surah Echra. No, says the Radvaz, I think Valdavat Surah Echra is going on the whole awaka of the Rambam. He says it, but then he backtracks and says, I'm not sure. Line 21. Valdavat Surah Echra areisha ko'i. The kiva chuat smolo pshitale, echnasa anachnu maisa. Number one. And then he says, but he saw our Mufuzarin, right? They're scattered, but what do you mean? According to the Rambam, they don't, they, 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 you can just get it together. So he says, maybe it means that they all have to be physically together. Either way, Lamaisa says the Radvah, it shouldn't be done. But then he quotes something unbelievable on line 35. The Ode, But also, as the Rambam says, the Nismach has to be somebody who can answer an, a ashilah in any area of Halacha. He can't just be an expert in a certain area of Halacha. He has to be a Rubaki B'chala Torah. And the Radva says The Beinai Shayesh I'm not sure if there is someone in this generation who could be considered in that category. That's a scary thought. But the Radvas himself Yosef Cairo Either way, the Radvaz has that comment. This is the background for the historical Machlokas that took place, the historical that took place in the 1500s, the Smicha controversy as it is known, uh, and we just, uh, touched on it. It comes from that Rambam and the Kesef Mishnah and the Radvaz, uh, and we'll leave it, uh, at that. Okay, but just two more thoughts. Uh, one, also about Smicha and also on the Rambam, but it's one phrase in the Rambam. We just read it. I glossed over it, but it's one phrase in the Rambam. Going back to the Rambam, we could look at it also beginning at thirteen. The Rambam says Moshe gave smicha to Yoshua, shenemar va yismoch yadav Allah va itzavehu v'chein hashirim Moshe Rabbeinu Samcham hashirim zakenim Moshe Rabbeinu gave smicha v'charsa Alehem shchina. Moshe gave them smicha, and then there was a hashra as hashchina upon them samchul etc. asks in the Alishur, what is that extra three words saying? What is that teaching me? Yesh right. v'havin What does that have to, anything to do with smicha? Smicha is a halachic reality. I am giving authority to my student in order to pass certain shilas. What does it mean that I give them smicha and then there is hashraas hashchina? What does that mean? Says Revolve, you realize a secret here, a secret of our Mesorah. Yisrael. You know how we get at Shechina, besides doing mitzvot, you know where there's a key, intense ashroaz When we learn the Mesorah and we imbibe the sora from our Rebbeim and our leaders from the previous generation and give it over to the next generation. Shevkoah g'dol Yisrael, who limps her as a there's a hashkina, when we give over. And then he says, did you ever think we say Shema is called Kabbalah Samalcha Shemayim? Where we Meqabal it from? Meqabal means we accept it. So Kabbalah, we accept it upon ourselves from where? A Meqabal usually means that there is a no-sane. Right? So where is this? He says, you know what? Look in Davening for a minute. We're in Davening every morning. Where are the Malachim getting the Kabbalahs O Malach from? Where are the angels getting it from? It must be from the higher angels. And the higher angels, like the Rambam talks about the ten levels of angels, they're Mekabel O Malach Hashamayim and then they give it to others and they become the Nosnim. Says the Ali Shur, it's the same thing with a Rebbe and the Talmud. When a Rebbe gives over Torah, gives over Smicha, Gives over the mesora to a Talmud. He's giving over hashras Hashkina. Line 16. So hashras Hashkina etzl shnei tamun but usom al-chashmayim mehagadu mimenu. Kacha malachim kacha nismachim shebadayonim. The afanu nosif and will add a kacha talmidim me rabosehem Every Talmud from his Rebbe. Kilo lo <laughs> daish ha-talmud chacham ikabal al-chashmayim mehatzmo al-atzmo. talmud chacham can't just do it by himself. Ella hu Mirabo. He needs to get it from his Rebbe. And that's the idea of having a Rebbe. And that's the idea of Shimush Tamid Hachamim. As the Gemara says in Brachas, in brachas Gadola Shimushi limuda it's all about what we get. If we want to experience Ashra Ashrina, if we want to experience the the uh closeness to Baruch Hu, it doesn't come by ourselves. It comes from having a rebbe, from from learning from someone, right? And that's why he says the milos are shown as the first Milo, one of the first milos in the forty-eight dv- drachim. Liknos Torah is Talmud v'shmias ha'ozen to listen. Prutal is Akrak Shomea, l'intoshes atchuka lagid vatsmo. Enough with talking myself and just to listen, to hear, to take from the rebbe. That brings Hashem as a shchina. Line forty-one. We shouldn't think. I could do it. I can make it. I can perfect myself by myself. In the earlier generations, they said Gadola Shimusha Yosem The Kavachomer in our generation, we need to know that if we want to create. The Kabbalah the That's like what the Rambam says. Smicha breeds Hashraza Ashkina. That's what he, how he describes the Zakanim. Getting the smicha, uh, and by, through that, getting the Mesorah getting the and getting the Shechina. Okay. Moving right along, let's end with something related to the Parsha, as well as something that is related to, to this time of year. Says the Nasivah Shalom. So we have, we know the second half of the parsha, the last two aliyas, I should say. Par from Hamishi is all about the carbonos. We start off with the carbon tumid, and then we have all the musafin. Then we have all the musafin. So let's start off with the beginning. Well, first question we could ask is, what is this doing here? Why is this specifically here? And more specifically, right after Yoshua Benun Nun has taken, is going to, has been appointed to take over, Moshe is still going to talk for the rest of the Torah. But right after the section of Yoshua ben Nun taking over, we have the Parsha of Karbanos. Question one. Question two. Right, that's the Arachayim's question. Question two. Why is it that this Parsha starts off with Vaitabasham right. Moshe Lehmar what, Tzavas B'nai Yisrael? What do these Karbanos have to do with B'nai Yisrael? They're all you rob him. and they're all carbon seabors, I'm sorry, and they're brought by Kohanim. What does this have to do with Am Yisrael? Why Tzavis tal Ayyusrael? So, what does this have to do with Juxtapose right after Yoshua? What does it have to do with Kla Yisrael in general? And, just one other question, there's a lot of Shmirah in the first Pesach. Tishmeru lakir libim What's the Shmirah that is meant? What is, what is supposed to be guarded here? Says the Nasiva Shalom uh, reading some of the, uh, earlier questions, right? Shmira is a Lushan related to a low, not much, not many times, but even just that one time, Shmira, he notes is usually associated with low sases. And here it's a key to do the carbon. So what's the Shmira that is involved? Those are the questions among others that the Nesiva Shalom here asks in source 14. Quotes the Aruch and then he quotes Ma be BeMimi Yisroel Karbanos VeImkei VeImkei Mukdamukher torah but it's specifically put together here. Why is it told to Yisrael, and what's the Tishberu? So he says, based on a very crucial Noam Elimelech from Parsha's Noach. Maybe we'll mention it again Noach time. Says the Noam Elimelech line twenty one ShebeChol Dor Vador Yishmitsam Yuchades Shal Klal Yisrael L'Sakein B'Miyuchad B'Darzeh. In every generation. There is a mitzvah that that generation is supposed to be misakin. Of course, we all, every generation has to do all the mitzvahs. But there are certain mitzvahs that are specific for certain doros. There's a specific mitzvah for every generation. We don't know what it is. Maybe in hindsight we will. But we don't know. We have to be moser nefesh for. Because of Sham. So he knew for some reason that in his generation it was the Mitzvah of Tzitzis. No Malimalech. Okay. That's what he uh, knew. And that's how he explains the Pesach of Ish Noach Yitzadik Tamim Hayah he knew in his generation what the mitzvah was that he needed to do. Line 31. It's an os. It's a mitzvah. If there's a mitzvah that many are rallying around, or maybe it's, it's bringing up a lot of connections to, uh, Baruch Baruchu, that's an os. That that's the mitzvah. That's an os. That's the mitzvah. Good. With that background, says the Nesiva Shalom, the door of Moshe Rabbeinu was the door of Torah. The door of Yeshua is going to be the door of Avoda. That's the transition. We mentioned earlier about transitions. This is the second thought. Moshe Rabbeinu was Torah. Yeshua Benun was going to be Avoda. They had sins, but it was Torah. But Yoshua now, next column. It's avoda. It's working the land, literally avoda, and it's bringing karbanos. Have setting up shiloh for the time that it's going to be there. Vizel that's that's the transition going on here. Right after Yeshua is appointed, we have the whole section of karbanos. Because that's avoda. This is tipping us off, tipping Yeshua off into what the avoda is of his generation, of his door. Shorish ha'makar lavodes Hashem itor avoda v'yegi avodes And karbanos amusafin, which is all about the the uh, essence of the days. Line fifteen. Ubezay yishlomer inin smichas aparshias shalachar minu yeshua nem aparshias karbanos bezeho di'ah gadishparachulamoshia. And that's why it's Savas B'nei Yisrael. All B'nei Yisrael need this message. The Karbanos are a siman of what the general uh, work and job and tachlis is supposed to be. lachmi This is going to bring HaKadosh And he ends off by saying tishmeru. What's Tishmaru, As Rashi quotes, he says, of Arshad Vayeshev, Yoshev Mitzapem Masayovo. We have to have a hishtokokos. We have to have a yearning for the avoda, for the avoda of the Karbanus, for the avoda of the Mikdash. Even when we don't have these Karbanas. He quotes from the After We've quoted this in other contexts. Somebody once came to the After with its saras and saying, this is the problem, this is the problem, and he's very upset. Says the After are you upset that we didn't bring the Karbatamah this morning? Are you upset that you didn't see the Kohanim B'Avodasim you're only upset about your own Saras. We have to be upset about a Kodesh Baruch Hu also. That was Torah. And then the next generation of Yoshua was going to be avoda. And says the and again every generation we have to know which mitzvahs are important for us which what is unique about our generation obviously coming back to Eretz Yisrael after two thousand years setting up uh, societies in Eretz Yisrael that is definitely on the on the agenda for this generation something u- unique that hasn't happened in two thousand years among others obviously there's a lot of Torah much uh, Torah being learned today um, throughout all of the. Um, yeshivos and the media that we have all over again. The challenge of our generation too. The challenge is also sometimes where our successes and where we might uh, be most uh, challenged. But either way, we're getting back to here. Says the Nesiva Shalom Inyan Yimei Benamit Saram. Turning over to the back page. This is what this time period is about. About Tishmeru. We have to be shomer Yoshev and Masayavo. We have to realize, you know, you know, what are we missing? What are we missing? And the 22 days before, between the Beit Hamitzrayim, are holy days. He quotes, right? These are like the 22 days between Rosh Hashanah and Shemini Atzeres. And we have to realize that he quotes the beautiful mashal, Siur. When you quote, make a picture. First, you have a black background in order to then put colors on it. Al This is the black background for what's going to happen afterwards. The the We have to use this time period to be Mishtokeik to be shomer, yoshim masayavo, to figure out exactly what Hakadosh Kodesh wants from us in this generation of ikvus of the Mashiach. Ultimately, what He wants from us is to Yeshua. We have to want it. We have to yearn for it. We have to uh, dig deep down in all the brachas that we say relating to Rishalayim and to Binyan Beis Belashem, all of our tefilah should be answered, and we should be to it Okay, we'll stop here.